Hello and welcome to Gag of the Millennial, where we talk about pop culture, current events, and spill the hot British lapsangs to shore. And today we're going to be talking about YouTubers of the past and how they have affected us. Yeah. So we have both been on the internet for a very long time. Now I know a lot of my viewers on my channel are from a younger demographic who were actually like proper like kids when we first started on the internet and first started watching people. How did you, first of all, like how did you discover YouTube? Oh my gosh. Well, like first of all, let me just interject here and say that my audience demographic is between 24 and 34. So like it's, I think it's like the band above yours yeah, in terms my, of age. Yeah. But like, so some of those possible 34 year olds have been around with me for as long as I've been on yeah. the internet. Well, I'm one so, of them. Yeah, I'm there you go, <laughs> 34 looking good. Oh, shut up. <laughs> well, it all really started on MySpace for me. And in fact, it started on Zanga. Actually, I didn't even know what that is. Gag of the Zang Zang. Gag of the Zaggy. Zanga was like a blogging website, just like real basic blogging website. The most, okay. A bit like WordPress and all those other ones that you can imagine. What you could do is like code your page and like yeah. talk about your day and things. And that's what I did. I posted pictures of myself and my friends. That was that. And then it eventually evolved into MySpace. And okay. that's where this kind of whole video and like pictures and sort of social media as we know it kind of started. Yeah. Because that kind of just evolved into YouTube at the same time. What year was this, sorry? Oh, this must have been 2004. I... Yeah, because it started in 2005 as a YouTube side. The, well, the way that I likely found it, because I don't know 100% for sure, but the way that I'm thinking about it at the time is like, because you could code your own MySpace uh -huh. and you could, you could put like pictures and videos into your HTML code, I'm pretty sure that that's how I discovered it. It was just that kind of like natural progression into like watching videos and then finding out that YouTube what it was because at first it's kind of like what is this? this is just a video sharing website yeah. there are loads of those there was like vimeo daily motion daily all of motion, these things yeah, yeah. um but at the time it was just like a video wearing sharing website there was no youtubers it was just you know i'm Random posting stuff, this video yeah. to post it somewhere else the sneezing panda like those yeah, kind of weird exactly. things that go my day at the zoo or, yeah, or wherever it was, it was the first ever video so i so i started originally um me and my friend daniel we would watch videos on albino black sheep that was like oh our, gosh yeah newgrounds.com yeah and there was one albino black sheep was like liquid generation or something that was another thing that was like around like, but so yeah. a lot of those um flash video websites which was watched we'd watch a lot of like the stupid videos that are on that like the cat the cat i'm a kitty cat and i don't like stupid videos like that like badger 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 so like we would watch things like that um i never had internet to start with i always had to go to a friend's house we'd watch stuff so he showed me this is like 2005 um he showed me will it blend Oh and my so god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's still doing it now. Like after all of these years, I think he's still doing. It. And so basically, if people don't know for the for the younger viewers, Will It Blend was like this guy who would like have a blender. It was like this really strong blender. It was basically Industrial an ad. Blender. It was just an advertisement the entire yeah, time. All yeah. it was was an advert for this. But we didn't think of it like that. No. It was kind of like, oh, let's watch this person. Now we're like, oh, sponsor content. Oh, where's your hashtag? Can you imagine? Okay. So this guy was basically like saying Will It Blend, and he put like the most weirdest things in the blender to see if it blends. And I remember stumbling across that, and I was like, wow, this is fun. So we would always watch stupid videos of that for a long time. And then uh, we discovered Kelly Likes Shoes. Oh, I was gonna talk about Kelly Likes Shoes. That was, I remember. Shoes. Oh my God, shoes. Oh my God. Let's get some shoes. shoes. That was iconic. That was like an iconic internet that video of the day. That was the first drag like social media superstar. Yeah, literally like <laughs> that was, that was honestly. And then- Kelly Loves Shoes. So getting into queer YouTubers and things that mm. I discovered, 
I remember the first, so when I got into it, 2007, it was early 2007, one of the first people I found was Chris Cocker and uh, it was oh. it was actually before the Leave Britney Alone thing. Yeah, I don't remember yeah, exactly yeah. how I found him. And I remember in a video, it was like, girls who hit on gay guys, they've all seen yes, it. Yes, and yes, yes. And he was like talking about how this girl was a hit on gay. It was obviously, all of his videos were scripted and staged and done by a producer. But again, it was back in the time where like no one knew if it was real or not. Mm. So like a lot, everyone thought he was actually like kind of a bit mental like this, but it was all fake. And so I remember stumbling across him and then I stumbled across Love B. Scott. Um, oh gosh, Love B. Scott. So people, yeah, so before like, like before she had transitioned and stuff, like yeah. um, she would do just like videos and she was, she was just, like an androgynous guy in makeup and became friends with Chris Cocker because of the Leave Brino mm -hmm. video. Mm -hmm. And she would like in interview him and stuff. So it's the first time I'd actually seen androgynous people properly. Um, and I was so, and at this, this point in my life, I was very much in the closet still and seeing people like this and just being like so not completely understanding because trans identity and trans stuff wasn't really known that much back then. It was kind of all quite intermingled as well. I feel like now we have quite sort of set, not set structured rules, but if you were to say someone the difference between like a trans person, like a transgender person and a non-binary person, you'd probably be able to tell where the difference yeah, lies. Yeah. Whereas back then it was just kind of like all under the T-slur and yeah, everyone exactly. was the same kind yeah. of thing. Seeing them together, it was like, wow, this amazing game is so much like, life and then i discovered william sled so i remember i remember uh, the first video i ever saw of him he was like um just a gay guy who did hair and stuff and I mean, he did like a hair tutorial um it was like hey guys it's william and today i'm doing my hair and then he always just start with this video going hey bitches he was like one of the oh, first people ever to do cute. that um cute. cute he had a q a series with ask a gay man and when he stopped doing his because he stopped youtube a long time ago yeah. like long time ago i took that as like my q a series from like 2010 oh, i want to really? say so i okay. took because he stopped doing it, i was like well i guess i could have this yeah, thing. yeah, yeah um yeah, yeah. so I, I remember doing that and just again, seeing, they, they were like the three first people I ever discovered who were gay. Chris the, was like the first viral sensation as well. I was saying, like, yeah, with the whole Leave Britney Alone thing, he was probably one of the first. Like super viral for one very specific thing. Yeah, yeah. And like he, he actually got a lot of fame from it for a while. Yeah, yeah, like he yeah, was yeah. very famous. He was on so many TV shows. Yeah, that, yeah he went massive. He had like a, sort of like a weird music career at the time, which I like actually, his early music was actually yeah, quite good. Yeah, I know, um, right. That trashy era from like, like, that I time. have I have a few like trash trash bag songs from that era that I just like love. So I sort of got into makeup before the like I really sort of got into the internet if that makes yeah. sense. So I was always really really inspired by Pete Burns. Uh -huh. He was like absolute icon icon in my sort of mind. I could never tell you where I first saw him. Yeah, when he was on Big Brother, that's when I first saw oh, him. Oh really? Yeah. See, I knew of him before that because I was like stoked to hell that he was going to be on Big Brother. Cause oh, I was okay. like, because back then you couldn't just like binge content of a person. No, you, you had to like yeah, wait for yeah. them to be on TV or yeah, something. Yeah. So I have no idea how I found out about this Pete Burns person, but like he was absolutely iconic. And this kind of led me in with my friendship groups at the time to start sort of exploring the goth scene. Cause hey bitches, I'm a goth. Um, and I really was back then as well. And I was a chav. <laughs> yeah, so quite different. Yeah. Although now we're both dressed in black yeah. on the internet with lenses. Dark lady, what <laughs> I was friends with this girl called Emily and she was really into Japan. And I was quite into Japan and anime and all the pretty boys and makeup. And she really got me into Malice Miser. So Malice Miser were like this kind of genderfuck uh, visual Kai band and there was one specific character in this band called Mana and Mana was like the most beautiful man I'd ever seen who was just like very pale with long black hair obsessed with the color blue with like all these eyeshadows 
This kind of led me into like finding out more about makeup online. And in the MySpace days, I came across this infamous person called Jeffrey Paris. Okay. Do you remember Jeffrey I, Paris? Now you've said the name, and I feel like... I was like, oh, this human being is so, 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 so inspiring. Jeffrey Paris was a New York club kid, kind of in like that sort of era, I want to say from like 2005-ish kind of era. And he would hang around with Amanda Lepore and other club kids, notified club kids that I'm, I'm obviously forgetting right now. But he would post like ludicrous videos. He even coined that phrase like, he made a video with his friend on YouTube being like, um, I really want to lose three pounds. And then so his friend just pops in and says, Take off your makeup. He wasn't like a YouTuber, but he had YouTube videos and some music and stuff that was all this kind of like really aggressive, transgressive, like visual, punky, cyberpunk kind of influence. And that was totally up my alleyway. I wanted neon hair and to be a club kid and to have lenses. So he's like the first inspiration that I really had. What year was this again, sorry? This must be 2007. Uh -huh. Just after I left school, I had a year and in this year, I found out about Malice Miser and, and all these bands and then moved into like the club kid kind of scene that I really, really enjoyed. And then by 17, I shaved my eyebrows off, half my head was bleaching it, like, pink, mm -hmm. blue and all these colours and going to college in Brighton as it. And I stuck out like a sore thumb because there wasn't really very many people like me in Brighton. Then I made yeah, friends with then, like, like five people that were like me and they became we became really close friends yeah. and it was really, really, really cool. Isn't it weird that like back then, like how, because it's, it's so normalised now, like there is still discrimination against people, but like it's so normalised now to see like guys in makeup and androgynous men sort of be stars or be more visual, but back then it was like nothing. Oh yeah, like, like I it never was like got... a big deal. It was like I was on the when I first started YouTube, being a boy in makeup at that time as Michael James. I like could never get a brand deal. A they didn't really exist, but also everyone was still kind of like. Why are you doing this? Yeah, isn't that funny? It's like branded like you're a sellout. I can't believe you yeah. do that. And now, ten years later, it's like, yes, queen, get those coins. Mm -hmm. And it's like that. That was not the case mm -hmm. even ten years ago in two thousand and nine. And I really sort of started around that sort of time, two thousand and seven, from being inspired by Jeffrey Paris and all these people. And somehow I came across Pitchalude, mm -hmm. and he stopped YouTube a long time ago. He used to like disappear and then come back and then disappear and come yeah, back. Yeah, I the think time. I want to say like he stopped like eight years yeah, ago, properly, like it's yeah. quite a while. Yeah. But he introduced me to MAC Cosmetics. He introduced me to the idea of loose pigments, glitters, gluing your eyebrows down, yeah. shaving them off if you want to, doing like extreme, but also somewhat wearable makeup. It was just this explosion of color and ideas mm -hmm. that I'd never really experienced before. And having someone, a professional makeup artist, sit down and teach you yeah. their tips yeah. was like, actual gold dust mm -hmm. back then. Mm -hmm. And this was this must have been 2008, 2009 time. So for me, so after after I discovered those people, this is like sort of late 2007 now, I came across Johnny Boy XO. Oh um, my gosh. Actually thinking about it now, Johnny Boy's quite like problematic. Pro yeah, actually. and like they're <laughs> not like, they're, like some, his- What's one called like? Trannylicious. I was about to say, yeah, like, I wasn't gonna say that word, like, but I was like, yeah, Trannylicious. Trannylicious. What a tease. All my bitches are the knees. My body and my face is right. You wish you could f this every. I, I still listen to this music. <laughs> I started YouTube in 2008. Um, so I started with my best friend Hannah. We did, uh, it was called Psycho Vloggers, which was our channel. Um, and we're just like vlogging our life. And there were, there were a couple of other people that I kind of watched in that time. Like I found um, there was. 
what they called? Five Sort of Straight Guys, a bit of a problematic name now. Um, oh. And it was just like a gay collaboration channel. And five was, Sort of Straight Guys? Yeah, it was oh, I love Five that. Sort That's of Straight Guys. And it was, like, it was like straight acting mass guys. It's kind of, it's probably as problematic as eye roll and stuff. But again, back in that day, like that was kind of a term that a lot of people used. Mm, like mm -hmm. straight acting kind of gets used now, but like it's a lot more problematic. Like people go, ugh, straight acting. But back then it was kind of like, um, Mask has kind like, of taken uh, over that now. Yeah, yeah. So I remember watching that and there was a guy called Derek on it and oh my God, the, the drama of the years. So th there was a guy called Derek who was on this Five Sort of Straight Guys channel and he left the channel and then oh, everyone... Scandal. And everyone constantly would just... They basically, the viewers destroyed the channel because they would never let it go that he left. They constantly commented on like every single people's videos. Where's Derek? Where's Derek? Where? It was like real drama of the scene. And because he just disappeared, didn't say why. He just vanished. Oh really? And everyone, kept, oh, no. everyone kept going, he's not coming back. He's not coming back. And everyone's like, why, why? To the point where like, they literally destroyed the channel. But yeah, so that, that was like one of the first collaboration channels I started watching. Um, because I didn't know anything about Five Awesome Gays or anything, because that was like the biggest one at the time. I can't remember if I knew you before or after that. So for people who don't know, uh, like relationship I've got with Luxury is, I used to be a psychotic fan. So basically there was a channel called Five Awesome Trannies, which uh, Luxury had with uh, other people. It's like, again, it was a collaboration channel. Yeah. Um, and it was androgynous guys all together, like a day of the week. I literally do not remember how I found you. How did you, anyone find anything back then? I, I have I no idea how it, this happened. The recommender was really weird. It must have been recommended to me. One of you, one, someone's video must have been recommended for me because of, I was watching like Johnny Boy and Love Be Scott and obviously my, the algorithm somehow must have connected all you guys yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I stumbled across your channel and you and another YouTuber who was called the Viscount Strathanthus. Oh, if I was about to talk about him later. Anyone can remember, like, anyone back in the day, literally incredible person. Like, I, I stupidly obsessed and stupidly struck with this person. Basically, he was an androgynous guy. I love the Viscount Strathanthus. He was like my first real internet digital friendship that I really connected with someone. He was like a few years older than me and I could tell that there was that little bit of different in like life maturity yeah. by that point. But I still really like, I have such a special place in my heart for, for Viscount Strathanthus. He made a video um, for my birthday, an actual music video to the song Cherry Lips by Garbage and like, engineered this whole video where he was like running down the road in like pink heels, like imitating me with a blue wig on. It was like, I think about it and I'm like, my goodness, someone did that for me. Yeah. When I think of like Viscount's old looks, where he had like long white hair and would dress as a goth, that was like my ultimate idea. Like we had such a connection with like fantasy video game villains because yeah, yeah. that really gelled with me. Because yeah. I was very much like, I want to be a new wave rave mess. And also, you know, a cyberpunk, white haired, white lensed, gothic yeah. extravaganza. Yeah. And the thing is, well, like Viscount's video uh, production quality for the time was incredible. Absolutely. He had to film on a DV camera, you that know, is, on an old actual video camera, and then firewire the footage to his computer. And it was like all green screens, and he, he'd make like pretty crazy backdrops. And, like, Absolutely, before you could just like type into YouTube how to make a green screen. Yeah, like, no, it was it was incredible. And this, again, 2008, 2009 time, like that was a big deal. Mm, like it was, mm. so there was no wonder why he like, he was one of the like the most praised people of that time. Um, the internet mourned when he. I was devastated. I was yeah. effing. I was so upset I was, when he I disappeared. I couldn't even get in contact with. I was like, yeah. this friendship that I had has just gone. Whoosh, it was so bizarre. So bizarre. You were like the next generation. So it was you guys, and then it was Jeffrey Star. Because the other people that I had found were Americans. As much as I connected with them. It was still a slight distance. There's a culture barrier. Culture. So I always say this to Lux, is like, 
she literally changed my life in the day because you were literally one of the first British androgynous people that I'd ever seen in my life. And because you're British and because you had the same humor, you had the same kind of, you, you knew what was kind of like, you know, you knew English things. It was mm. like, so it was that instant kind of like, wow. And I was all fucking obsessed with you. <laughs> it was amazing. And you really did change my life. And I've said this in our queer chat we did a long time ago. I, I, I owe so much to who I am now to you because you're one of the reasons what made me do YouTube. One of the reasons that I felt so comfortable kind of That's like so being lovely. who I am. So it's like, it's it's crazy. We said this before, but like it's crazy that we've become such good friends after mm, all these mm. years. Yeah, so 580, you guys were a massive thing. Um, obviously when I started my channel, my videos were shit. But kind of everyone's videos were My, uh, God, I remember that. <laughs> Breast killer. There was a, there, so one of the videos I made was called Vista is a Silly Lady. Mm -hmm. And it was literally me complaining about Windows Vista. It was only a five minute thing. And it got like 9,000 views. It was my most viewed video for ages. And I was like, who are these people watching this blue haired mess with like really bad extensions and a zebra print <laughs> shirt on <laughs> going, Vista is a Silly Lady. Oh my God. Like, but it resonated with people. Yeah, people yeah. loved it. And I was like, gag, can you imagine doing that now? Like that YouTube of that day was so weird. Like things like the sidebar instead of like, the, like oh, that's where all the And description you could was. have your little like logo above the subscribe button. Yeah, and it little... used to be able to be a GIF so you could be like, animate, click here. Yeah, you could, yep. Yeah. And like the five star ratings on videos before it was like. Do you remember when you also used to get a banner for a, a, an award for how well you did on that yeah, day? Every... I used to regularly get like top beauty guru in the UK it today. Has... And I used to be like, oh yes, it I'm incredible. Well, this is what, this is why I say to you like back in the day, like again, remember times were different with um, how many people on YouTube, especially yeah. with this niche. Like yeah. you were, you you and the 5AT guys were so, although your channel, well, what, had 9,000 subscribers like yeah. you say it was? Yeah, yeah. You guys started Gag. the trend. You guys started Well, Andrew the... Genetics only got 20,000 subscribers. So I remember, so that was that was good. And, then, and so at that time as well, so I had been on two collaboration channels. So originally I was on my first one called That's So Gay Daily. Um, and I was the, I can't, was I Monday? I was Monday, I think I was. Oh, really? Um, I, was, I always thought Monday was, was a bit too much of a responsibility. Well, the thing is, I quite like being the Monday just because when the topic came along, yours was fresh. So you know, because yeah, obviously with, with collaboration channels, it was like themes. It's so really difficult. It's so difficult to organise a collaboration it channel. It was, well. but that's why they're not around anymore. Yeah. Like it's just not a thing. And then I was on Five Happy Brits with another load of people. Um, so that was like another thing. And then I was on Gaze of the Week. So it was, I, I, was, a, I was like a collab channel whore back then. Well, collaboration channels were so big back then like Tyler Oakley hosts his entire career to Five Awesome Gays. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which, like, some of the other ones haven't made it to that No, level. so I'm actually friends with Johnny Pixel, who was on it. Mm. Um, we're good friends now. And he, yeah, he doesn't do videos anymore. Um, Disney Kid, who was on Five Awesome yeah. Gays, he's kind of disappeared now. He, I think he has a gaming channel oh, now. Oh, Disney Kid was so funny. It yeah. was like complete was really deadpan, funny. like, such a desert humour. So, yeah. so dry. I used to gag, like die of laughter. So he, he, I think he does gaming videos now, um, but he, again, he's kind of disappeared. I don't remember who the other two were. So, and all the people for me, so Five Hundred Brits, all the people disappeared. That's a gay daily, all the people disappeared. I'm the only one still there. Gays of the Week is just me and Miles J who still make videos Oh now. my gosh, Miles yeah. J. Well, yeah, that was one of my next, cause like when I went to school, there was one black guy in my entire, I think probably even my entire high school. So that was the level of like exposure to people of color that I had. Mm -hmm. And I'd never really known about the struggle of like all different people from different parts of yeah. the world, especially then being queer and, you know, a person of color. Yeah. So when I stumbled across Miles J, I was like, 
amazed at the wealth of like, like just so much character and personality yeah. because he was so intelligent with his little skits and his dancing skills, incredible. And he was really young back then as well. Really young he's a lot and also funny. Mm -hmm. And that was like a big thing that I'd yeah. never really like come across someone being androgynous, but also being amusing because yeah. it, for me, it was always very much like I cannot be seen as a joke. So I have to be really strong. Mm -hmm. And that's like actually quite detrimental when you think about it. Cause yeah. now I don't really care about taking the piss out of myself. But at the time I was like, you can't tell me anything, I'm the queen. <laughs> but yeah, so he really exposed me to this kind of like queer person of color life. Yeah. Like I'd never really thought about wearing wigs before I'd watched his sort of stuff. And then like seeing him rock so many different hairstyles so easily. And also being quite like interested in Japan as well. Yeah. And like all things kawaii and cute. That kind of really resonated with me and I was really surprised. And when he agreed to go on androgenetics, I was like, shookthehouse.com boots. I'd never spoken to Miles J before, but I'd like been a, like a, a viewer. So I was okay. like, <gasps> but he was like really famous at this point. He was on maybe yeah, like 400,000 subscribers. And I was like, he's not going to do our little shitty channel. <laughs> and lo and behold, he did. And I was like, actually gagged. The thing is, the thing is with Miles J is a bit like the same with my kind of story is of like, he had been doing it already for so long that the humbleness stays with you because mm. you don't, go from nothing and like, cause a lot of people who suddenly Sky become famous rocket. instantly, who's only just started YouTube become a little bit stuck up because they don't really understand. The they feel like they've deserved it. Yeah, exactly. So people like Miles and people like me who have done it for a long time before they've even got some sort of recognition is you appreciate it so much more and you don't, it doesn't go to your head the same way that other people do. When he went viral, he didn't leave Gaze of the Week. No. We, he, he didn't leave at all until we ended the channel in 2000, uh, well we left in 2000, 13. The video that made Miles J was it, was it like my status? Yeah, like, like my status. Like my status. Yeah. Ray like... William Johnson put it on his yes! show back when, Ray, when, back when he was like a thing. So like it just blew him up. Isn't that crazy that he used to be once the most subscribed person on YouTube and then like, like Ray William Johnson and mm. then the whole review channel kind of thing. He was like one of the first review, which like is weird because- Newsy slash review. No, he is literally a reply girl who got famous. Yeah. Girls would take a viral video that was going on and then, because back then you would put like re something, like that was all you put like re, and then you put like a viral, you put like the oh, video right, okay. title. Uh -huh. So what these people were doing, and also cause you could see tags back then, you didn't have to get yeah, apps. Yeah. So basically you used to be able to see video tags that people have been doing. So what these reply girls would do, would put re, re with a colon, and then put like the viral video name. What they would do, they'd come on, and the thumbnails would be like cleavage with an arrow. Yeah, okay, that was all yeah. it was. Um, and the girls would be like, Hi guys, so I just seen this really funny video, Kelly likes shoes. I'm gonna link it in the description. It's really funny and you should check it out. And then that's literally all the video would oh be. My gosh. That's all okay. the video would be. And because monetization was a little bit different back then, they were making so much yeah, money yeah, yeah, because yeah. they would take, what they would do is they would copy all of the tags as well and put it into theirs. So these viral videos, their videos would come next in the suggested. So that was how they kind of rigged the system, which is why YouTube then changed the algorithm. Yeah. The reply goes destroyed YouTube for a while. So they, were, they changed the algorithm for uh, watch retention. So what what would happen is reply girls, people would click onto them and then would like two seconds later would click off. Yeah. So the, the, the watch time would be like one second off. Yeah. So what would happen is YouTube changed the algorithm. So if that happened, the video would be taken off like- Oh, like, okay. So, so they could it, get flagged. Yeah, so it basically destroyed 
the watch girl movement. Yeah, the reply girl movement. And also there was like rules, like you you had to be over a certain size to get 10 minutes. Yeah. It was actually a really vain reason as to why I wanted to be a YouTube partner. And I was one of the first in Britain to be mm. a YouTube partner is because I was like dying at the fact that I always had some ugly, ugly thumbnail. And thumbnail. I was like, I really need a good thumbnail for my videos. You used to try and plan thumbnails Because you'd have to be like, really right, hard. So I'm going to be at this point, so I have to kind of like... Yeah, it's like cause it was, it was, it was, and then hold it for a few seconds whilst I'm still talking to retention. Yeah, because I remember I, be, I became a partner in 2011, and you had to back, back then, guys. You had to like apply properly and fill in like a massive form. Yeah. anyone could apply to be a partner, but only some people be selected. So for me, I had a few videos um, get monetized. That I'd like YouTube messaged me saying this video is doing well. How about you try and monetize it? So mm -hmm. I monetized it. So because that was happening, I was like, oh, maybe I can apply to be a partner. So you had to apply. You had to write this massive blur about yourself, why you want to be a partner partner, why you do YouTube, it's to tick all these boxes and stuff and then you get approved. I got approved and I went mental. And I remember like all the different things that YouTube had like Cosmic Panda. That was like a weird thing that they had for a little while where the channel banners were odd and then you had to like code things in weirdly by using the site and the oh thumbnails gosh. were really horrible on the screen. And then there was like a weird thing that they did with the sub feeds where like the thumbnails were really tiny and they made the writing really big and it was like why are you like prioritizing writing over the thumbnail picture? It was really oh, odd. Awful. They had so many weird, they had a weird thing for a while as well, which n not many people remember because it was so short, but they had like a little TV icon at the bottom of the screen. You would click on the TV and you could see the YouTuber usernames of who was watching it live at that moment. Oh my gosh. That was, so you could see Kinda exactly creepy. who was watching it, but they only had it for a tiny pit. Really? But I think, it took too much, well. I think it took too much bandwidth for them. Uh, okay. So there was like, yeah, a little live view. There were so many little things that they did that I vividly remember. Should we go back to the point of this video? Yeah. Of like old OG YouTubers that we absolutely love. So when I was growing up, I kind of had this idea of what a drag queen was. Mm -hmm. And it was always the kind of like one that's in a dive bar that literally is like <laughs> Barry in the week, Tina on the weekend kind mm -hmm. of thing that was very sort of like truck drivery. I had a very specific idea and it wasn't like a glamorous idea. Then I somehow stumbled across the marvelous drag queen that is Vala Jean Merman. I don't know who that is. You don't know who this is? No. We're gonna binge her videos later okay. sweetie, because she is the funniest funniest, most hilarious drag queen I've ever seen. She literally is like this massive burly man, but the way she presents herself, it's like, I believe that is a real woman oh, that wow, lives, okay. lives really in the world and is literally like the most ditzy ginger. It's fantastic. And the amounts of skits she used to do when like, she must have had like a proper production team and everything back in like 2008, mm -hmm. seven, like when it was like seriously difficult to organize these sorts of things and people would always be like, you're making a video for what? I Anyone who's listening, you have to search Vala Jean Merman. She is so hilarious. If there's one drag performer I could ever get to see in my life, if I ever go to America, go and see her. She's often in Provincetown. Um, where is that? Orlando, no I guess? Idea. I'm not sure, but Provincetown and she is brilliant. So one of the, one of the early people that I remember, um, a woman called Andrea now, um, but in the day she used to be called Jalissa Jaconi. So I remember like Jalissa Jaconi. I remember stumbling across her. I remember the first video. I remember seeing her. She was. She just came back from having like her lips done. Mm. She, it was so. I was like, who is this person with yeah. extremely bleached blonde hair and a humongous breast? And it was. It was. I was like, wow. This person. We're actually friends now. I loved. We talk about Jeffree Star and stuff. Like I was, we talk about music a little bit. I was obsessed with all, all that music. Like Jeffree Star's music from back in the day was so good. I was obsessed. I loved his music so much. And like even Chris Crocker's and then Love Me Scott did a few songs and Johnny Works. So all those songs was great. Um, but I feel like that kind of era of music's dead now. Like it that was kind very of like, DIY. Yeah, like, I loved that kind of like 
shitty element to it. Like, like it was... there's a video that Jenna Marbles did called like how Lady Gaga writes a song or something. Mm. And she like, it sounds like all the same music that was like done around that. Jenna Marbles is another one. Super Sky, she's got, she, I was just looking through her channel the other day. She's got like 57 million views. Oh, she, and she's still killing it. She's yeah. one of the rare ones who are around back there. Like I- Her I, and Shane are like the OGs. Yeah, like I remember the first time I discovered What the Buck. Oh so, my God, so What when, the Buck. Michael, so I remember finding Michael Buckley with the two girls when we, two girls one cup reactions. I'd um, never seen that video. I'm, I'm never going to see it. I remember my friend showed it to me. So I, I found him because he did a reaction to it. And obviously at the time he was doing like pop culture, yeah. news stuff. He was a celebrity um, gossip. And again, like Perez Hilton. Yeah, and he was, but he wasn't, the thing was, the difference with Perez Hilton is Perez Hilton was an asshole about it. What the buck wasn't. Michael yeah. was a nice person. Um, and again, we're friends now, which is odd to think that I'm friends with someone to watch. He was like, the first YouTuber to make a full-time career out of YouTube. Yeah, yeah, he was he, one of the and it was first like, people. When he did that, when he like came out publicly and said like, all I do is do YouTube now. News agencies around the world lost their mm -hmm, shit. They wrote mm -hmm. stories about him being like, how dare this person mm -hmm. do this? Like this gay guy that just makes a career making videos, like what kind of lunacy? Where is the world mm -hmm. going? Now it's like the ultimate dream career. So another drag queen that I absolutely love from history of time was Jackie Beat. Oh, okay, yeah. Half of the band Dirty Sanchez. I loved the song Euthanasia and it's all about youth in Asia, not euthanasia, the drug, okay. but like that was the like gag. And she had amazing makeup skills. And I emailed her once being like, what do you use as foundation? Your skin is so good. And she was like, panstick babes from Hollywood wigs. And I was like, I don't understand what this means. <laughs> there was another person who I loved back in the day called Arabia Felix, who um, was a drag, well, drag artist, um, incredible makeup artist, incredible, incredible, uh, Friends with them He's now gone viral well. a few times as well from his makeup. Yes, yeah, and one won like one of the Mac competitions or something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, so we follow each other now, which is nice. And I remember back in the day, like seeing, I've because like the, the thing about Arabia was the fact that I don't know where they're living now. They still live, but they live in the Middle East. Oh, so, so that's it was, the gag. It was always very. I remember. I remember he was always saying about how like it was. He was really scared about people finding out what he did. Like because, quite dangerous. Yeah, really. because it's dangerous. Cause you could get arrested and stuff for being mm -hmm. a drag artist. So the thing is, I'm really hoping that some of you are watching this will go, oh, that yeah, person, yeah, yeah, that yeah, person. Yeah, 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 like, please, yeah. please, if anyone is um, listening or watching this, please comment down below or comment, um, let us know about any other YouTubers that you might have known from the day that we might have been forgetting about. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there is. When we leave this and stuff, there's gonna be so many people that we're gonna like, oh, we've got about this person, we've got about this person. I used to watch this hilarious, like, um, CD. CD. For those of you who don't know what a CD that's an is, old, that's like that's like gay rabbit. But this thing, gay I used to, I used to, sorry to quickly, we used to, remember me and my friend Emma. We used to sit and watch Gay Rabbit on Sky all the time just to watch. And Hilarious. some of the things that people would say, like really odd, like, and and then people would like was ring it? in and be like, "Hello, this is Chris from blah blah blah. He I'm into, into I'm, land. I'm into TV, and I'm also blah blah blah. CD, like DVD. all this stuff. Yeah. It was it was, and I never really understood what half these terms meant when we were younger. And some of the photos Gag. that people used to put into those, they were like, no, risque. Is gay Me. rabbit sort of thing, is that sort of thing on Sky? I kind of hope so. People need to know where we've come from. But that's from. also like really depressing. <laughs> if that oh, is. It like, is it's weird, kind of grim it? at this point. It like, is. You've got the internet, babes. Like This uh, person was a CD cross-dresser and they were a, um, a larger, older man, shall mm -hmm. we say. So what he did was he would set up these entire skits, completely scripted production all by himself, dress up as the, his like Diane, Diana like alter ego. And there was one that was like, Diana sees a fairy godmother or something oh like this. God, okay. And it was so like, Diana was in her kitchen and she was very like, oh, I'm depressed. I don't have a man. I don't have anything. And 
gag of the century. So he made this like homemade fizzing bomb type thing and like threw it into the kitchen and it just went oh, with God. smoke to get like a smoke screen. And then it would be like, poof! And there was this big like CD and this giant wedding dress being like, hello! And it was so gag worthy. Now looking back, it was like hilarious. I can't remember what the channel's called. So I'm probably never gonna see that again. That's really sad. That is one of the saddest things is that like, you've had all these big moments and if you forget about them as you do when you get older, yeah. you've got no way of really searching but for them. We said, we, did we find things? We said, this, we said this last time we were together. It, it, it's sad because like, at the time, you don't think about downloading these videos you think, oh, they'll be here forever. Yeah. There are a few videos now that I've had, I've downloaded from YouTube and been like, if this ever disappeared, I'd be really sad. There's one that I have from Andrew Genetics that's in Estradu called Satanic Booty Shaking. Oh, okay. And I have that saved because that is like hilarious. Yeah. I am sure that there are so many people that we have forgotten about or like just because, just because you know, I'm sure there'll be more that we remember. Maybe it's so easy to it, just it, skim over a few videos and forget. Yeah, forget like people who like impacted us or what did, you know, back in the early days. If there is, again, if there's anyone that you remember, please comment down below. Um, or a channel or like a specific video that you think might trigger some memories, yeah. both good and bad yeah. maybe. And also share your own experiences of people that yeah. you remember. Like, please tell us like things that might have impacted you. Again, it, it just maybe one video that you watched that was like, wow, that was That's impactful. changed my life. Yeah. Um, so please let us know that. And yes, thank you so much for listening and watching and everything. We I also hope you have soon. a lovely day. Yes, or evening <laughs> or, or, or... Whatever you're doing. Or, sleepy bye-bye. Yeah. Beat the baby. Beach the baby. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for watching this episode of Gag of the Millennial. We are enjoying doing this so much. Yes, like, absolutely. Thank you so much for the positive feedback. If it's you have any so um, recommendations for topics you'd like us to do as well, of we are course. all ears. Yes, please. All ears if there's anything you want to talk about. And anuses. So, um... <laughs> nuss, nuss. Hit the like button, this really help out. Social media links are down below in the comments and in the description. We love you. Be fabulous, amazing, be gay. Be everything you want to be. And don't need any bitch that they take on with you because you are what? Flawless. Yes!